Most Theaters welcomes you to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. Certificates are available at the box office. Thanks for helping us keep the theater clean. As you exit the auditorium, please deposit litter in trash receptacles in the lobby. Please be considerate and don't talk during the show. We're back on JB's Driving Podcast. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Man. Sorry about that. About what? Coughing. No, it's all I right. usually mute myself, but I was, you know, jerking off the time. So, Willow. Only so many hands available. Yeah. Willow. 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 So, we are uh, delving back into the, the realm of 80s. Sword and sorcerer um, adventure, whatever, the whatever, whatever you want to call uh, it. D and D knockoff yes, shit. Yes. Um, was there were there these kind of adventures before the nineteen seventies? Yeah, I mean, I, most of the stuff I remember before the nineteen seventies was like the the big ants that come attack the town type shit. I don't think it was like this at all. I think because uh, you, you had different genres. Ben Hur. Like, you had well, you had, right, you had the sword and sandal. Yeah, then you sword had, sandal. I never heard that before. That's what they're called. And the uh, they had westerns were real big. Right. You had space. That was in the late sixties into the seventies. Space the, was the real westerns. big, but but the whole uh, fantasy genre, I don't think was a. Thing. Yeah, I don't think it really hit until you know the seventies. Basically, D and D got big in nineteen seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, you know, it was an undercurrent thing. It wasn't like everybody's doing it and shit. But it, you know, that was the where it really started to pick up. And then you started getting into these more fantasy, right? And, and anything movies. that's right, and anything that was related was like Robin Hood or something semi-historical based, right? Right. It wasn't. It wasn't like oh, there's a dragon. Oh, this the guy casting magic. Well, what's magic? You know, it's well. It I think wasn't you have really to give a lot of. Uh, Credit to um, Star Wars, and you know, to because you basically had never been able to make money on those kind of movies, mm-hmm. and then you have Star Wars that blew everybody's fucking. And mind. then you think that was going to make money? No, they they definitely thought that was going to lose money. I think the score really, the John Williams score really put it over the top. Maybe, but my opinion. Regardless, the the thing is, is that. Nobody thought these kind of movies could make money, and that proved that you could. Okay, everybody knew horror movies and dramas and those things could make money, but nobody thought that science fiction could. And then after that, you started seeing them branch out into more space stuff, more, and the fantasy stuff all at the same time. You had uh, the Beastmasters, the Conan type movies, uh, Red Sonja, which was in our suppository. Um, those kind of movies all kind of came out, you know. Late at the very end of the seventies and the beginning of the eighties, you started seeing more and more of this. So you had the D and D crew of people that were they they were kind of banking on them to go out and watch these movies, assuming that they were the same crowd that went out to see the Star Wars movies. They figured, oh well, we got all these nerds that love these dragons and shit. Let's make a dragon fucking movie. I don't think it was just them though. I think it it went pretty mainstream. I. Uh, 
I think no, the I'm, 80s was a was a great time to to go to the movies because you had a lot of diversity entertainment options. It wasn't just one or two different genres of movie. It, you had a lot, and people. I think the mainstream people liked it. I don't think Conan is a niche nerd movie. I think he it's a cultural icon. Everyone knows who Conan is. Well, Every, Conan. Everyone knows who Conan is. Well, <laughs> they do. Conan only became Conan because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, got a question for you. Yeah. Why do midgets laugh when they're running through fields? Because <laughs> the grass is tickling their balls. Jesus Christ. I was going to say the flowers tickling their nose. But... <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so Willow came out What's, May 20th, 1988. <laughs> um, this was... <laughs> One of the later... Imagine the grass hasn't been cut. <laughs> Lots of laughing. Right. Even the tall ones get it. It opened at $8.3 million, which was first for the week. Ended up with $57.2 million, which was 14th for the year. It was a disappointment, wasn't it? I, I disappointment think, o- opening. I think that... Well, the opening was first. I think that they expected a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was uh, Ron Howard. He was getting real big at the time. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to remember what came out. I mean, he had done Night Shift, Splash, Cocoon, Gung Ho, Parenthood. I mean, those were all his movies before this one. So it was, or maybe Parenthood was after. But, uh, you know, basically he had had a string of comedies hits in the, uh, through the 80s. So this was his first foray into fantasy. And they really felt like he was going to, nail it. I don't know why, because he had nothing on his resume that showed he could do fantasy. Um, they also decided to go with the first, you know, little person at the time. I guess they were midgets. Midgets. Were they at midgets at the time, or were they Well, back then, else? nobody cared, because the movie was supposed to be called Munchkins. From the... No, was it? Yeah. It was I originally called that. Munchkins. Five years after he mentioned the idea, Lucas was ready to make his film with Ron Howard, as you were talking about. Um, and, you know, he wrote the part Willow for Warwick Davis because he was involved with Star Wars and all that. Right. Yeah, the original title was supposed to be um, titled after the characters of the Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Um, and the subs- Munchkins. The Whoa, the, shit, I never even saw yeah, that. Yeah, man, the Munchkins. <laughs> Wacky. Um, yeah, that wouldn't have done well. <laughs> it wouldn't have held up, that's for sure. Oh, shit, you're right. I have it right here. <laughs> Originally titled Musk <laughs> in 1972. How the hell did I miss that? Uh, so this was a George Lucas invention. And what you have to realize is that George Lucas cannot write dialogue to save his life. Oh, I agree. This 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 movie looks like it was written by like a seventh grade creative arts class, you know, elective class. Well, isn't, most, isn't most print media written at an eighth grade level? Nowadays, yeah. I guess. I, 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 I thought I'd, I'd heard that somewhere that most media, print media, that sort of thing is written for uh, the eighth grade reading level, probably lower than that now today. Well, I, I definitely think you were right that 8.3 million was a low number because it didn't open up against any other movies that week. What? what I'm sorry, what week did this come out? Uh, May 20th, 1988. So there was no other... I mean, there was movies in the theater. I have the top 10 list, but... It no other movies opened that day, and that's not exactly a bad time. I would say maybe the middle of the winter is probably bad, like 
February or something. Oh, sure. January. February is a horrible time to release movies. Was the... That's why January and early February, they re-released the Academy Award nominees. Did the... Um, back then, was it the start of summer back in... Uh, the, the, the summer blockbuster season, was that in the... Was that May or did that I start June? Later? I, I think, think it was, was more June yeah. in 1988. They, they start that shit but it kept moving. Earlier. It's been moving back and February back now. because they were releasing more and more movies. Right. So I'm not sure if that caught the the summer season. I don't summer, know. Summer wave. Who knows? Uh, but it's not bad. It's not a bad weekend. May 20th, 1988. Yeah. That's that's the weekend before Memorial Day. Yeah, it should have been. They should have waited two weeks. Why? I don't know. I'm just just trying to make. (laughs) They should have waited a fortnight. Uh, Okay, so. um, So the film was released with mixed reviews. Um, As of December 2020, it had uh, 55 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. 51% 51% rating on the Rotten score with an average score of 5.9. Okay. The critical consensus says that the state-of-the-art special effects, which aren't really state-of-the-art anymore. No, but they definitely I, were at the time. This is the first. Good. I still think they're good. This is one of the earliest versions of, of CGI. It would be called morphing, right? Yeah. They used morphing, and this was the first time they used morphing. Yeah, well. Not morphine. Yeah, so Morphin. basically when Willow tries to restore Finn Raziel from a goat to Man. a human. Yeah, come on, Willow. That's that Here's was your wand. You she she he kept morphing from one thing to another to another. And that was really the very that was the origins of uh you know Luke of Skywalker industrial lights and the the origins of CGI. Siskel and Eber gave it two thumbs down. Well. Wow. Siskel and Ebert. Which is funny because a lot of the names in this movie were meant to attack his critics. Really? The, yeah, the, the one part in the movie, I got to find where I have it. The, uh, that two-headed dragon, remember there's that part in the climax where dude, like he shoots the, the wand at something. And it's the like tr- the troll, and then and yeah, then, the he, troll, then he yeah. goes down on the water, and, and he kicks it, and there's right. that that two headed dragon. Yeah. That 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 two headed dragon was called Ebrosisk, after oh. Ebert and Siskel. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That's why you listen to JB's dropping podcast. What is the difference between a midget and a dwarf? I have no idea, sir. Very little. <laughs> See, I'm thinking that he didn't really want to review this movie. No, he doesn't want to review Willow. He just wants to tell me. He just, he just found him. He just happened to be looking online and found a bunch of midget jokes and decided. How can I fit this into JB's? Oh, we could talk about Willow. Well, well, it, well, it is the largest gathering of midgets. Yes. Um, on a movie. Yeah, movie they, I think they said it was like 250 some. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exact numbers now. Yeah, I mean, largest. It, I, I'll be honest. We this was my fault. I uh, I got sick last week, so we couldn't do the show, and we all prepared for this like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we're trying to do some shit. recalling. You yes. Know? So yeah, it was it was a uh, largest ever time with between two hundred twenty five and two hundred forty actors hired for the film. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Largest gathering of midgets. Besides Midget Town, what used to be in Pasadena, Maryland. What was that place called? Midget Town over there off of uh, Colony Road? I don't know. There was, a, there was a colony of midgets. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, there was. I never knew that. I never knew that. It either. was called, let me, let me, let me find <laughs> Let me see. I can find it. Why are midgets constantly thirsty? <laughs> I don't know. They can't reach the drinking fountains. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that? Stepstool jokes now. Jeez. Okay, so uh, before the film begins, the film was accompanied with a THX trailer called Simarin. Simarin? I don't know how they say that. The original trailer was recalled after a few months due to complaints of theater owners. They were complaining that it was blowing out the speakers in their theaters. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, you know, when you go to the movies now, you have the THX thing, and it comes on, and it goes, and it's real fucking loud. Well, that's, this was one of the first movies that they put that on, but the, the version that they were using at the time called Sim, Seminar, Sim, Simaran, I don't who gives a shit? That was like blowing out the speakers. Of course, back then they would have probably had like just the old school, you know, paper fucking speakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mother's calling. That's okay. Because I have found an article about the search of, of, of Enroll County's Midget, Midgetville. Apparently, a group of circus folk retired from the big tent and used the showbiz's earnings to build a town to suit them. And I was right. It was off of, uh, there's this Midgetville off of uh, Colony Road. And then, uh, huh. yeah. I yeah. never knew that. Midgetville. It's called Midgetville. And I think uh, there's like a, the new, new homes down Colony Road by Tall Oaks Restaurant um, was there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I, I never knew that. Uh, not that I don't, I mean, that, w- that would have been fun. Was that a so I now hung I'm, out with him? Now I'm wondering if the the name for Tall Oaks was a was a jab at the midget. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now Tom, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> but you, you but I definitely would have been having a good time playing some basketball and shit. There's another. <laughs> Go ahead. We just have a different game to lower the basket. There's a, there's another. <laughs> yeah, but I could slam dunk then. <laughs> Feed me the rock. <laughs> There's there's another Midgetville off of um like by um, Cecil Cecil County up there northeast Cecil yeah, yeah Cecil yeah Cecil there's County. there's another apparently there's another Midgetville up there uh, there are a couple of them around in the in this country and there's a couple around yeah. uh, in Europe like where there's a, it's just an entire community of little people that live together yeah and they're so, like their towns are all like they're small. they're smaller yeah yeah the, the, you, you go which makes there. sense I mean you know let's be honest it's it's got to be a pain in the ass to live in a regular size house, yeah. you know, and try to reach the top shelf of the fucking refrigerator. That, that, that has to be a pain. At least the, the drinking fountain's there, you know. You know what, what really <laughs> blows my mind is when, because I've seen it on TV where the, the two little people get together and they have like a normal size yes, kid. Yes, yes, What the hell, dude? Isn't like, that weird? They, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's weird, but what I'm saying is, is once that kid's like four or five years old, it's pretty much... It's, Big as you are. I yeah. mean, what the fuck are you going to do? By the, yeah, by the time you're like 14, 15, how are you going to discipline the kid? You're going to be afraid to get punted across the room. <laughs> Kick the baby. <laughs> get the garden hose out. <laughs> what was that, Mom? Is this in there squirting <laughs> them down? 
<laughs> Shoot her up. across the backyard. Uh, Got that little bubble lawnmower they I use. said, where's your purse, bitch? You never <laughs> understand why the grass is never cut. Jesus Christ. Uh, lawnmower by Hasbro. Uh, the uh, devil dogs wear Rottweilers. Oh, don't give me... Those damn devil dogs in this movie. In rubber masks <laughs> and suits. <laughs> they looked horrible. God, they did. They looked horrible. You know what looked more convincing? The the oversized fucking rats in Princess Bride. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. that. <laughs> what the hell were those things called? Do you remember? No. But we got to do Princess Bride. I do, yes. I do agree, though. That, that was probably the worst oh. special effect. The rest of them, like that oh, two-headed oh. dragon thing, I thought was all right. I, I agree. I will give you that. The two-headed uh, so I mean the rest Herbert. of it was fine. I Herbert mean, I, Sisk, isn't that what you said it was? Herbert Sisk. No. Uh, but anyway, they, those yeah those I thought they were supposed to be boars. Uh, they were, I knew they were dogs. <laughs> I knew they were dogs, but I didn't really care. It was enough for me. You know, it was, it was supposed in the genre. It was enough. But I agree, it's probably the worst special effect that they had. Speaking of horrible dialogue. Uh, Val Kilmer ad libbed much of his dialogue in this movie. Yes, because he didn't give a shit. That, well, I think that was part of it. The other part of it was just drunk. It, it was probably horrible mm-hmm. dialogue to begin with. But he was sleeping with Jonah Wiley in this movie. She looked hot, by the way. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she just really hot. Shit. Now, Jonah Wiley, if if you don't know who she is, if you've seen uh, the Man Who Knew Too Little with Bill Murray, mm-hmm. she plays the prostitute in that movie. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude! She's she's a very beautiful woman, mm-hmm. especially in this movie and a couple other movies that she did in this time period. And they got married, I they, think right after this. Yes. Yes. They were making out during the actual film in the movie. Yeah. Um, he was probably distracted. I would have been God. Shit, would I, yeah. She was, she's a beautiful woman. <clears throat> looks like the crib keeper right now after the age, but good Lord back then she was hot. So, uh, various major film studios turned down the chance to distribute and co-finance it with Lucasfilms because they believed the fantasy genre was unsuccessful. This was largely due to films such as Dragon Slayer, Cruel, Legend, and Labyrinth. So, essentially, all the big movies that you remember as fantasy movies in the 80s really didn't make that much money, including this one. Willow didn't make... I mean, $52 million, I, I guarantee you... Considering the fact that CGI costs like it's it's like thirty thousand dollars a second or something like that, it's some ridiculous amount of money. And it's funny in the in the in the two thousands, what were the what were the two biggest franchises? In the two thousands, Lord of the Rings, yeah, Harry Potter, sure, and then Game of Thrones came out. In um, well, I'm talking about like oh, two thousand, oh, but yeah, movies, movies wise, movies yeah. in the yeah between two thousand. Well, the first Lord of the Rings I think was ninety nine. No, it was two thousand. Was it two thousand? It was two thousand. Right. So the but those that's but there's no grittiness right in there. any of these films. There's a there's a big difference. I mean, but it's the same. Now John, Harry Potter was genre. a kids movie. Well, started but out that way. there was more grit in Harry Potter and near the end, yeah. As it went along, mm-hmm. like the first the first ones were fluff, um, right. and I'm not going to say that I liked all the movies, but they were decent. I um, the first couple movies. It's like, first couple was fine. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to be there. You did. You saw. I saw the first one, and I'm like, I want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they were they were kids movies, but there were more. <laughs> the last one, I'm like, oh, they grew up. There was more grit in those than there was. <laughs> now they're in annoying teenagers. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. What? Go, what are you go ahead. For? I'm just cutting you off. That's okay. So, um, but if you go back and watch any of these films, there's there's no there's no. I mean, the only grittiness of the film is the actual 
film itself. Like it, they don't, you know, they're not nice and sharp and clean and beautiful looking mm-hmm. like films are nowadays. That's the only, you know, the, beyond that, gritty. in the storyline, there's no grittiness. I mean, Dragon Slayer is probably the closest one. Beastmaster had more, a lot Excalibur more. Excalibur, I thought was gritty. Hmm. I thought that was gritty, you know. Yeah, but they, that that's. I, I mean, very it's, gritty. Actually, I'm thinking about Excalibur. Which when did that come out? Eighty two, eighty two, four, something like that. Yeah. It was early eighties. Oh, okay. The only one I know Patrick is the Stewart's one that came that out one. more recently. He's still bald. <laughs> He's still bald. <laughs> he was. He was twenty five in that. Two. Jesus Christ. He looked. Uh, Liam Neeson. Well, I mean, Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, debuted in eighty-seven. She's hard to believe. Eighty-eight. It was. Hard it was. Yeah, I mean, it was. That is hard to believe. Beverly yeah. Crusher, man, she was hot. She was very, very attractive. They, you know, Beverly Crusher yeah. is the one that you liked. Yeah. She was wow. Good. I think she would be below Whoopi on that one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Make it Whoopi to Whoopi. Uh, I want some whoopie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> whoopie cushion. <laughs> Stupid dating game shit. <laughs> what kind of sounds did your wife make when you're making whoopie? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call when a midget waves at you? Oh, fuck. <laughs> a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't uh, think it was gritty at the end with uh, with Kale and his skull mask, and they wanted to... That was a cool z- skull mask. Zap. Yes, it was. Zap the kid to, to <laughs> oblivion or the void or something. You, you chop the mask off. He looks like Jay Ferguson, the guy who sang Thunder Island. <laughs> <laughs> but that was... That, as far as, like, helmets and masks... That's a badass it helmet. Was, it was really cool. Yeah. I, what I, mean, I was the saying The beginning was, wasn't gritty, though. <laughs> That was in the midget, the midget <laughs> Just because there's an adventure part to it and there's a battle doesn't mean that it's gritty. I mean, gritty. I mean, you you have to have some. Well, in the castle, they they tried to uh, invade. They tried to. Well, so they had the Atiris lane, and then you had the, the wherever Bav Morta was, and you know that was all bad and stuff. And then of course, I mean, the, the Nelwyn village is all friendly until the dog slash pigs show up. Yeah, but uh, let's see. <laughs> Those dogs should have the, those dogs should have been slaughtering people if there was grittiness to this. I think we need to ask Jim a question. <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy. What? What you reading? <laughs> I don't think we want to know. My neighbor is an epileptic midget. He really loves pizza. Every day he has little seizures. God. That's wrong. <laughs> We're going to shut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> little seizures. <laughs> What do you call a midget with three legs? <laughs> Excited to see. <laughs> <laughs> that one was obvious. <laughs> so, uh, different parts of the Wilhelm scream were used in this movie at three different points. What? The Wilhelm scream. It's a scream that shows up and it it's it goes all the way back to the like the 1940s. Uh and it shows up all over the place. It's I meant to actually <laughs> download it so we had it for the show but I didn't get a chance to. You know we, we are doing Batman next and he's almost laughing like the Joker. <laughs> mm. 
Anyway, getting into this movie itself. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to how to fucking no continue work with this. Pre- pretend he's not there. <clears throat> um, so Willow, I guess one of the big deals is with Willow is that uh, even though he was the lead character in the movie, he doesn't get top billing. He actually gets third billing behind Val Kilmer and Joanne Watley. Lucas was pissed off about that, too. He was really pissed off that Willow, um, um, Warwick Davis didn't get top billing. Well, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't named Munchkins, because Willow, Willow sounds like exotic. or, or Yeah, or it, it sounds. Yeah. Munchkins sounds pedestrian. No, Munchkins would remind you of Wizard of Oz. Like, it's, yeah. you know... I agree. Well, and of course, people in Hollywood are like, well, that'll make money because that made money before. And money, 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 money. <laughs> right. Money, 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 money. Like, but no, I that's not how you, things work, dummy. If you used munchkins, that might have gotten more people out there under false pretense. Exactly. False pretense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're coming out there. To s- <clears throat> this is like Wizard of Oz 2, right? Oh, no. Strange <laughs> <laughs> Wally. No, that about- would have been Return to Oz, which came out a couple years before this. What's up with the Moses part of the story, by the way? Oh, the whole river baby? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey, look, dude. water is a good transport system. I'm sure Moses wasn't the first and won't be the last. <laughs> I love how the dogs can track over water, by the way. That was awesome. They're, they would lose a scent. They're right magic pig dogs. <laughs> He's got a point there. Magic pig dogs can apparently can track smell over the water. water. Yes. They can yes. smell from miles away. They're like... Smell that baby. You can't see the through the damn mask there. Or some midget barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you have at midget barbecue? Short ribs. Fat short ribs. <laughs> baby bag ribs. They're having, <laughs> having a festival. Short ribs. Okay. So, uh, um, <clears throat> mm. okay. Can we at least talk about Mad Mardigan? Mad Mardigan, yeah. Sure. Okay. Mad this, Mardigan. This fucking character, who I guess is supposed to be crazy, is is that what we're supposed to get from this? Because I figured he's he named just, Mad Mardigan. So was he either pissed off or crazy? I, I figured he just didn't listen to orders. Like he wasn't an order follower. So. Because if you notice, when that army goes by, they're yeah. just they're like, "We're gonna do stuff," you know. Even though they march to their death, uh-huh. you know. And 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 the guy the, who eventually dies later, he's like, "I'm not letting you out." Well, he's the commander, looks like, and it's like, it almost it's implied that he can't follow orders. Like he's a military. That was a military punishment. Yes, that and, wouldn't give you the name Mad Mardikin. Well, Mad as in it's a pejorative to like. In history, like like when you read ancient Roman authors, you can't really take them seriously because a lot of ancient writers wrote to for their own perspective. Like if they wanted to write bad about someone, yep. they would, and and people would read it later. And go, oh, this must be true. Someone wrote it down. You know, they, they he probably got that nickname because someone wanted to create an impression in other people's minds. Not that he was actually an insane person, but because he was branded like a, a traitor or someone who couldn't listen to orders. And they're like, that's, that's, that's almost like giving a, like we were talking about earlier, but sports nicknames. Like what, what does Buzz really mean? Is it the well, haircut? Is it just something, <laughs> something fun to say? 
You know, it's probably it's probably the alliteration, and it's probably something uh, someone in power gave him because he didn't listen to orders, and the the other guy had more power than he did. That's what I gather because that happens all the time. Is that that that's your input? Mm-hmm. Mm. Off the mic. Yeah, we heard it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This was the movie you wanted to review, sir. Yeah, I did. I forget how it came up, though. I, I don't know how we, we came up with Willow. To me, to me, Willow, like, it's one of those movies where you saw when you were younger that you thought was bigger than it really is. Did I enjoy this movie? By the way, it syncs up to Pink Floyd's The Wall. What? Willow. I... I mean, I've heard that about, you know, well, we have, uh, Wizard we've, of Oz. We've all done Wizard of Oz, but apparently it also syncs up to Willow. But I remember this movie being, it's, I enjoy Sword and Sorcery. I do. I like that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I think Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones gives Hollywood an ability to start looking at that genre again, but they're too busy. Well, well they're... So, well, they're running out of comic ideas. Exactly. So. I was about to say, but they're so busy on MCU and all that shit. But when I watched it again, I was like, eh, it just, it does not Can live they do up another to one of those, though? A Sword and Sorcery? No, no, no. The uh, uh, Game the of Thrones? Game of Thrones. They're doing, they're doing a prequel to it on HBO for the series. But in terms of actually going, returning to but a sword. Do you think it's going to be watered down? Because, you know, that show kind of came out before Me Too. And now we're after Me Too, and that, from what I understand, I've never watched it because I'm. That's not my, my fucking. I, I don't like these kind of movies, mm-hmm. but uh, I, 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 I can't believe that they would be as, you know, openly sexual and everything else. After Me Too, as they were prior, I, I, mean, I eventually the worm will have to turn. And that was the thing that it's gonna be a while. that attracted a lot of viewers to this. I mean, TNA. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna Peter be long, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage was phenomenal in Game it, of Thrones. It's it's phenomenal. gonna be a long time. It's gonna be a long. Seriously, it's gonna be a long time because with especially with what uh, Victoria's Secret has done lately. Oh yeah, dude. It's oh. people. That's insane. It, oh, you're, that's insane. You're, the entertainment you're gonna have to divorce yourself from entertainment for, I would say, a good decade because it's gonna take that long to wash these people out. Before they are convinced that they're not going to make as much money, and and you know what, we might get longer than that because they might not even conv- they might even want to make money. It might be all ideology for them. And when you're that into your ideology, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's about putting out that propaganda and that message. So it's going to be a long time before this comes back around, and you can actually enjoy entertainment again without it preaching to you, without it belittling you without it doing something to make you feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Perhaps, uh, but the only way it's going to change is if we stop That's what I mean. putting need, our money into it. You need it. to divorce yourself from it, and then that way, hopefully, I, dude, it'll, it'll... HBO Max, I'm already pretty much ready to cancel it. I'm going to finish up the shows that I'm watching, mm-hmm. but i got to be honest with you, man. I I almost signed up for the DC, the DC Universe, okay? And that's where all of those shows were until HBO Max picked them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the day I signed up for it, they said, we're going away in a week. I was like, what? This is fucking insane, because I waited a couple years because I knew, you know, I wanted to watch Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. 
So I waited a couple years till they had a couple seasons on there, so I get my bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, "This is all going away and going over to HBO Max." I'm like, "Oh, you fuckers!" So I, I signed up for HBO Max because I really wanted to watch those, and I think there was something we were doing, Jaws Revenge. Jaws Revenge. So um, exactly, yeah. It, like it was going to cost me fifteen dollars to buy Jaws Revenge, or fifteen dollars to sign up for a month and a half of HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I went ahead and I got that. But you look at the shows that HBO Max is putting out. There is nothing on there that looks entertaining at it's all. Like Netflix. It's fucking. I mean, there's at least something on Netflix to watch. There is nothing not a fucking Netflix. thing no. on HBO Max. It's they they have uh, a black lesbian comic show no. that comes on every week. They've got a. It's just it's just all gay preachy shit or black preachy shit. It's all PC nonsense, and it's just like I don't. It doesn't have to be fucking white, but I don't want to be preached to. Yeah. Just give me something to fucking yeah. enter- entertain me. The Watchmen. The Watchmen was the most preachiest fucking show I'd oh. ever seen. I yeah. watched two episodes of it before I was completely disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. It's like yes, I understand. Black people had it bad. I'm not saying they fucking didn't. I know that. Everybody fucking knows it. Well, I, I well, it's been we've been preached to so much about that that I've come up, come around to this area where I just don't care anymore. You've you've pushed me so far, I don't care anymore. The the problem is this concept that it's still as bad now as it was 60, 70 years ago or 200 years ago is perplexing. It's it's well, just you have to ask mind why they why they're doing it. Why do you think you know what is the end goal? I don't know. Why this do you, has nothing to do with do you think that that's We're getting way too fucking political. But in, and I, I, yeah, I don't want to. But do in it. the future, I think in the next five years, you're going to see these other services like there's Discovery Plus, there's Paramount. A lot of these are either going to go away, I hope so. or they're going to merge into other things. Yeah. Or, or Netflix or Amazon are going to buy them. So it's going to be interesting to see how many of these. Other outlier There's services so are going to go. so many of them. But you, are. honestly, too many. everybody's saying, everybody's bitching about it, but what they don't realize is you cut the cable. What cable did was exactly what we're doing right now, except cable was buying it for hundreds of thousands of people so they could get a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. So Discovery Plus, which is four ninety nine a month, you figure cable paid for discovery. Like two fifty or they, something. Like they that. might be paying two dollars yeah. a month and charging you four dollars a month yeah. for it. You know, because they can make their money back or even three dollars a month because they can make their money back on it. ESPN's Whereas, the big one. ESPN's like the most expensive. Well fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Anybody who pays for ESPN is a fucking retard. It's it, there is nothing entertaining nothing on ESPN. Redeeming about um it. nothing at all. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 more propaganda than fucking sports at this point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What's, what's sports at this point? Propaganda. Well, anyway, yeah, let's let's return to Willow. I don't want to get too too. Uh, it's too late, dude. We I fucking know. killed it. Where <laughs> what is left? Of, there, I don't think there's much left to fucking no. do with Willow. I mean, I wanted to kind of just talk about Mad Mardigan because honestly, you know. Tom kind of killed my fucking concept on that because he's like, oh, well, that's not really what he was supposed to be. I would assume if you have a character named Mad Mardikin, he's supposed to be crazy as fuck. Well, he really was. I mean, if you saw him develop the movie, he was. He really wanted to get out of that, that little cage. But as it went on, he developed into a leader. 
He's a dynamic character. And and I thought I thought that was a good it was a good it was a good like sort of miniature hero's journey. Right? And that's that's what makes good sword and sorcery movies though. The mini hero well, the, journey. But well, he wasn't an entertaining character in any way, he shape, was, or form. He was a vanilla dynamic character. I agree with you there. I mean, he was he was good. I mean, it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm gonna, you know But he wasn't static. Static characters are hard. Yeah. I mean if you have someone I who agree. doesn't grow like a Captain Marvel who who or you know, Mary Sue, this is why we hate all these other other right. female characters who are, are you know the past couple of years is because they don't grow. They have they're they're gods. They don't they don't need anybody. They're perfect at everything and they never grow. Whereas Matt I don't Morgan disagree with you quite a bit on that concept, but the character itself, his dialogue was was trite. Well, dialogue in time. The, well, the situations that they kept putting him in were nonsensical. Uh, you know, the way that he was dealing with situations were not inventive in any way, shape, or form. And then you get to the end, and all of a sudden, he's like flipped the script, and he's Superman. Because he fell in love with a woman that he was tricked into loving in the first place. Love and make him do crazy things. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, you know, he, he, I, do, I do agree that initially it was all about himself, and then he had a we had something to, something weird to relationship with Willow where he felt like a companionship with Willow. You know, because I think he, I think he looked up to Willow. To be perfectly honest with you, but the problem well, is, yeah, he, he was supposed to be a crazy fucking guy. He wasn't. He was never crazy. I don't think he was supposed to be crazy. Okay. Well, then don't call him Mad Mardigan. Call him Jackass Mardigan in a fucking cage. Because it did. I think he, they. I think they did that for the alliteration. So that's a, mine. So uh, Abe I'll, Froman, Mardigan. <laughs> Froman. Marty, Marty Mardigan. <laughs> Marty Mardigan. Marty Mardigan. The Sausage Marty King of Marty Chicago, Mardigan. <laughs> I will say this. There is a technique in movies where they, you know, when you're, you're firing an arrow, they shoot a person firing an arrow, and the next scene is they create the mirage that they just got shot, but really is like the next scene is just the guy with the arrow in him falling over. Yes. And it's obvious that there was never a shot of arrow. Yes. Willow takes that to another level with their scenes. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely. Oh, their cutscenes? Yeah. Their cutscenes were absolutely horrible. Like, they just. There is no mirage in this movie. The guy getting shot in the arrow. No, the guy put the arrow in his stomach <laughs> and fell over. Yeah, he's catching it. <laughs> that, was so it, oh, it, was, uh, mean, it, it was so bad. I was. It was so bad. That was jarring for like, like. Ooh. Wow. Ooh, anyway, uh, what do you get? What do you have, Willow? There, Paul. I am going with a two and a half. Two and a half. I'll give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Red Sonia level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of, I think I enjoyed this slightly more than Red Sonia, but not much. Only because I really like Val Kilmer. I didn't like the character he played. Mm. I think that some of the adventure was a little better put together mm. and less one-dimensional, whereas Red Sonia was extremely one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you had a couple characters that kind of changed along the way, whereas Red Sonia was like one-dimensional character introduce into another one-dimensional character and they just have one fucking job through the whole thing. It just gets get to the end and be done. Mm -hmm. This one, there was some character building. Willow was didn't want to be involved. Then he, he kind of grew, you know, it, because he loved his family, he was, bra he became, found his bravery. 
to go out and fight all the way to the end, even when he's in over his head the whole fucking time. Literally in over his head. Right. I just let that one yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and then, you, like you said, you have Mad Mardikin's, uh, you know, adventure from being a selfish piece of shit to being a heroic prince-type character at the end. Getting the uh, tail. You have the, uh, the tale of the evil woman uh, who is very powerful, but then she finds love, love, and and finds that that there's it's better to be a good person and love person. than than a bad person with power. Yes. Uh, so that's that's a it's a good message there. Yes. But let, I mean, let's be honest, the dialogue sucked. Mm-hmm. It that was horrible. Uh, the, the the characters, you know, outside of the main characters. They were all one-dimensional. Yeah. I mean, even the evil queen was very one-dimensional. There was no redeeming quality to her. She she didn't even see, like, the whole time she knew that her daughter was going to turn on her, turn on her yet she's like, oh, no, she won't do that. No, she won't do that. But she knew it. She knew it was coming. It's it was like, the, it okay, was so. the Captain Ahab moment. You know, you, you know it's going to lead you to your doom, but you do it anyway. Right. So, you know, but that was the character. Though. I don't think it's a bad character, but it's a... It just showed that she was <sighs> evil, point. but she was just tunnel vision. That's a good That's point. It. But see, the, but the flip side of all this is they tell you at the very beginning, this is what's supposed to happen. Are you supposed to be surprised that exactly what was supposed to happen happened? I was expecting it. Well, yeah, because they told you at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I'm there's not a, surprised. There's a girl who's going to show up and be the, the death and the new princess queen of the fucking lands and, and, and be the death of the old queen. And your daughter is going to turn on you, and this is going to happen, and that's going to—they fucking tell you that in the first ten and, minutes of the movie, right? And at that point, and then they—and then I it make, happens. I make well, I don't watch a movie to be surprised. I watch a movie to see how they're going to do it. Sort of like it's telling a story. Like if I say, you know, I I went well, somewhere. Well, that's the Stephen King. Then philosophy. I'm going to. It doesn't matter what the end is. It's the journey. Uh, Okay. Um, right. Like if I tell you I did something or I went somewhere, it's well, I already told you. Yeah. But it, I'm going to tell you the story about how it happened, and that that's why I watch a movie. I want to see how you did it. How, no, I was like just if I tell you I'm going to play piano concerto, you want to hear me do it, right? You don't want to say, oh, well, you already yeah, told I me. Think there's different ways of telling a story, and I think that being surprised, you know, in a story is not. I mean, to have Some a twist is just not a bad thing. I mean, no, 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 no. you yeah, watch yeah. a movie like The Game, which is just nothing but fucking twists, especially with the end. It's it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I can't tell you how much I love that movie, and I wish I could forget the ending. I wish I could forget the ending of the, the game so I could watch it again and enjoy it as much as I did the first time I watched it. Well, a lot of people feel that way about Inception, too. Or, or uh, Inception as well. I guess. I, I couldn't... Uh, I, I thought that was just mind fuckery it's, for being mind fuckery. Chris, but anyway, Chris Rollins, fantastic. We give the movie. I guess yeah, it's like different levels of because we got to wrap this up. We got another one to go. So what do you yeah. give it? Uh, seven. 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 Yeah. I like it. I could watch it. I like it. It's. Did it's, you watch it with your kid? It's fun. No. Huh. It's it's fun. Would you watch it with your kid? Yeah. I think I would. 
I think with the kids at your age, I think I would be more willing to sit down and watch like Labyrinth, Princess Bride. which has a lot more mm-hmm. of the puppetry and that kind of shit. Yep. But I, uh, Princess Bride, obviously. Right. Anybody who wants to watch a fucking fantasy movie, <laughs> sit down and watch Princess Bride. You can watch it with any group of people. It's fantastic. It's, fantastic. it's funny. It's, it's a great adventure story. You love every single goddamn character in yes. the movie. <laughs> I mean, the bad guys, the good guys, it doesn't bad, matter. Yeah, you, it, 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 you love every character. You love fucking, you know, Kevin uh, in, you know, sitting in his room in Chicago with yeah. his grandpa. It's just every part of that movie is great. Right. And, and you know, something like this, though, I, I don't know. Whatever. Seven, it's your opinion. Yeah, I just... It's, it's just fun, like your opinion, man. It's a man. It's a, it's a fun movie. I don't, you know... It doesn't... Like, I know this is going to sound very, uh, like, but I don't hate it. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't drive me up the wall. It doesn't preach to me. It, you know, it's fun. It's got a great soundtrack. There's some, some nice effects, you know, there's some bad ones, but there's nice ones. The characters I can, you know, I can, okay, it's entertaining. It doesn't have to break, you know, any records or do anything special. It, it's, it's, I think it was, it was well done. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. Sounds like you're making it a five or a six, not a seven. I'm making it. I want to give this a solid five. Yeah. I like the genre, which boots it up from like a two or a three. I could see that. Um, I like to look at Jonah Lolly. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Val Kilmer. Um, I love Val Kilmer. Kale's mask was awesome. And Kale's mask was awesome. And Jay Ferguson as the. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. As the what? As the Kale. He was awesome. Did a great job. He did it. I'm I'm serious. He did he did a great job. Okay. So, but yeah. So, uh, yeah. There you go. I liked Tony Cox. He's like the he's the black midget badass guy. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what I was his him. name? Uh, they didn't even Von- say his Volcar? name. Was, just was he was he Volcar or whatever? Nelwyn Warrior is what he was listed as. Oh, Nel- the <laughs> other guy. Oh, the other. Okay, yeah. Nelwyn Warrior. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't the the chief guy. Remember the uh, uh, Bumble Bumblegut, whatever the, the taller Nelwyn guy, the yeah. leader. And he didn't want he didn't want uh, the one guy to go with uh, Willow because he was the best the best army guy. What the fuck are you doing? Taking us out because we gotta do Batman. All right. Anyway, have a fantastic. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Whatever. You're done talking, sir. Hey, we'll be back next week with Batman. <laughs> <laughs>